Welcome to Imperfect Reflection, a podcast where we thoughtfully engage with every aspect of our Christian faith and culture. I'm Darren. And I'm Tim. And we'll be talking about what we think it should look like to be a disciple of Jesus within our society. No perfection, just imperfect people reflecting on our faith. Hey Tim. Hey Darren. How are you going? I'm going good. And yourself? Yeah, yeah, good. Pretty excited yeah. for the first episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm psyched. It's pretty good. So we, what are we in season one? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Come a long way. <laughs> um, yeah, season one. Yeah. And theme, theme, yeah, theme one, first theme, salvation. Yeah. Yeah, salvation where it begins. Yep. So, and obviously the first episode, um, which yeah. we're calling introspective reflections. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is basically just testimonies. Um, so yeah. we'll talk about ourselves a little bit, um, how we've come to know Jesus. Um, yeah, but I think maybe let's first talk about the Bible and a few scriptures. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's let's do that. Cool. Yeah. So the Bible is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta yeah. we gotta base it on, on the word. Yeah. Um, foundational. So I guess yeah, we found some scriptures that uh, where the Bible talks about telling your testimony and um, telling what God has done for you. So the first one we found was Mark 5, 19. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Do you want want to maybe read that one? Yeah, I'll go for it. Um, It's from the NIV. Yeah. Just for any Bible nerds who want to know. Uh, it goes, Jesus did not let him, but said, go home to your own people and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. And uh, shall we uh, maybe give a bit of context about that? Because it's, yeah, it starts, <laughs> it off starts with Jesus did not let him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. You go for it. Uh, yeah. It's a story of uh, Jesus, um, his encounter with the demon possessed man. And um, the man wants to now he's um, healed or cleared. Sorry, cleared the man of demons, and now the man wants to go with Jesus. He wants to follow Jesus and and I don't know, just follow him around. But and then it goes to Jesus not let him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess that's interesting in and of itself. Um, yeah, we won't won't get into that. Um, but yeah, that's cool. But yeah, uh, to thought provoking, you can have a lot of thought about that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's Jesus himself telling us, um, well, telling that that particular guy to, um, yeah, to actually go and give his testimony um, to his own people. Um, yeah, I like that. I was just going to say that I really like that. It's um, yeah, go to your own people. Mm. Yeah, yeah that, so that's uh, that's obviously Jesus uh, feels that that's a 
a powerful thing to do and um, particularly how he has shown how he has had mercy on you so um, yeah that's pretty cool yeah it's also really cool I don't know just a, a, a side thing it's really cool how Jesus is speaking about the Lord mm. like he's speaking about God directly but the thing is he's actually speaking about himself so it's almost like a third person indirect he's acknowledging who he is mm. But he's also just being a, a, just a person saying, acknowledge what the Lord has done for you. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, that's a random cycle that I had. <laughs> yeah. Is that, yeah, is that the know. Lord as in, would that have been the original, what have you been saying, Yahweh? Or I think so, yeah. Um, although in, not, here in this scripture, it's not all caps. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, it's, it's not actually so. It wouldn't but be either the language. Perhaps it's a translational thing that we would have to look at. Yeah, the Old Testament yeah. would have been all caps. Would have been the actual name of yeah, yeah. the name Yahweh. And speaking of Old Testament, there's a another scripture that we we found. And uh, do you want to give that one a go? Yeah. So this is Psalm 22, verse 22. Um, is from the ESV. Um, it yeah. Says, "I will tell of your name." to my brothers in the midst of the congregation I will praise you so this this is the psalm uh, it's quite a well-known psalm because Jesus quotes these words uh, the beginning um, my God my God yeah. why have you forsaken me yeah he actually quotes that on the cross the cross yeah um, so yeah when we actually looking sort of reading through it, it almost reads as a as a psalm of David's testimony um, yeah which it does yeah which obviously he was king in that but he also had a lot of suffering and a lot of people not liking him and persecuting him and things like that yeah and yeah. he obviously wrote so many psalms and um, is an awesome um, example for us yeah the psalms are I don't know, all the Psalms are really, really cool and just encouraging to see. It's, I don't know, the whole book of Psalms is like a testimony Yeah. as you read it. Yeah. Yeah, the the particular thing I liked about this was um, the, the telling of your name to my brothers um, in the midst of the congregation. So it was, it was kind of like as an encouragement to other, other believers kind of thing, you know, other, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it shows that it's important to share your testimony. Yes. Not just with a people who aren't of faith, but within the congregation to encourage one another. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, there's a whole there's a whole heap other um, scriptures that we could go through, but I guess for time we'll um, move on to actually speaking about our testimonies. Yeah. So, which is uh, always interesting, going going back into your past and um, talking about it. So, yeah. I don't know, do you want to go first? Reflecting on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't mind. Um... Mm, yeah. Okay. It's gonna be a bit uh, up and down. Like, I don't know, trying to get it to think of it, it back and forth and stuff. But yeah, it's an overlay. Um, yeah, cool. And I don't know. It's just, this is how how I think it. So yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I was born. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, actually, yeah, and I know that's a, a joke, but um, my dad always tells me that um, I, before I was born, I there were three t- different occasions where my umbilical cord was wrapped around my neck mm. in my mom's, in the womb. And yeah, so basically three times it was how I died before being born kind of thing. So yeah, that's just random. But yeah, God was involved mm. in everything. He knit me together in my mom's womb and he made sure that I came out. Yeah. So yeah, that's that was really cool, something. Um, so yeah, um, grew up in a non-believing household. My dad has always believed uh, in God and has had faith. But I, from what I can remember... I, at the time, I wasn't staying, living with my dad. It was my mom and living with my stepdad. And he was an atheist, uh, quite a staunch atheist. And he was very vocal on his dislike of God. Um, yeah, he, he used to say things like, God is just a crutch for weak people. And if God is really good, then why is all, like, all this bad stuff happening in the world? And, wow. Yeah, so that's I grew up with that from probably age about three or four till 13, 14 in that kind of environment. Um, and he, my stepdad was a, a very strong alcoholic. Um, not like he leaned on alcohol a lot mm. and basically drank every day and he would physically abuse me and my sisters um, often and to severe extents. Uh, he's broken my nose and whipped me with a hose pipe. Oh, yeah, so I mean that was rough. And in those times, like I never really thought much of God because of what he would preach—that um, God is not good and that God is just a crutch for weak people. So, like I tried to emulate that I'm strong and be strong in myself, but I still had this thought in the back of my mind: like God, could you? take the like if you're real could you take me out of these situations and change my stepdad's heart that kind of stuff Mm. so yeah i grew up in that um kind of household i yeah i had a love and a respect for my stepdad and for my mom um even growing up and there were times that like really good times with my stepdad but uh for the most part i I don't know, it was just my own person. I uh, grew up really quickly in in maturity, learning how to live for myself. Yeah. Um, like not trying to rely on other people, but just trying to find happiness and joy in myself. And um, yeah, so uh, sport became a thing that I really loved and that's where I poured all my time into. And then um, that was mostly my primary school years so the young years is that like uh, a really difficult time at home but um really like trying to get away from home as much as possible in throwing myself into sport so going away on weekends to play games and just like trying to go to friends houses and that kind of stuff and then um yeah at 14 i befriended a christian boy uh daniel who was the first Christ-like influence in my life. Um, He invited me to youth and to church, and we spent basically all of our time together. We went to the same school, we were in the same grade, um, 
and had a lot of the same classes. So like basically we were like brothers. And um, I always felt a great joy and peace that surrounded him, but I never thought further than, than the enjoyment that I had. Like I just thought it because he's a really cool guy and I enjoy being around him. Yeah. Um, but I also had an irritation about it, like being around him irked me because there was something in him that I wanted to know and like that I don't know I just yearned I had that yearning but I don't know yeah I don't know how to explain it really you know I've tried to think of a good way but yeah it's just an irritation there's something that's grinding in me like that doesn't like what is in him but wants more of what is in him and yeah so I and at that time I was also I mean I was quite heavily uh, chained to pornography, which is also a byproduct of my stepdad. Um, he encouraged from a very young age, he encouraged my sisters and I to to look and view pornography and to explore ourselves sexually. And he even encouraged us to have sex and bought us condoms and that kind of stuff. Mm. Wow. And yeah, that, so I had that from a very, very young age. And um, so it became a struggle for me and uh, going to youth and to church with Daniel, I I felt very unclean. And that's, that's what was irking in me is that there is, I knew that there was something not right in my life and that thing is holding on to me. And like, it's, there's that irritation of like, Oh, look, I know that God, there's so much more for me. Like God, I'm realizing this later on that uh, God wants more and doesn't want me to be changed and in bondage to that, but also that bondage doesn't want to let go. So yeah, that's yeah. Uh, around about 14 where that's the time with Daniel um, growing in that. And so yeah, I didn't give much thought to God other than, I don't know, become him being a genie. Uh, <laughs> that was my perspective of him. Um, and that was formed from, what my stepdad had said about him and also from what I had seen around me, um, prosperity gospel and that kind of stuff. So I basically prayed like, God, can you please make that girl like me? Or can I please make the South African junior cricket team? Or can I please take five wickets at this cricket match? Like, I don't know, really selfish, self-involved stuff. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was till about 15 or so. Then I moved to uh, Port Elizabeth. Uh, and that's where I met uh, Josh, Joss and Xavier from, they were at the church that my dad went to. Uh, I moved to Port Elizabeth to live with my dad. And I befriended them and made myself a part of their group. But I was trying so hard to be cool and to act like someone greater than who I was. Mm. Um, uh, but they they persevered. They spent basically all their time with me. Again, we spent all our time together, should I say. And regardless of how I irked them, they showed me love and they called me on my nonsense and challenged my authenticity. And from then, so that's about 15 years old, to the end of high school, we grew up together and encouraged one another. Mm. And that's when I really started going 
to church and being involved in church and at youth. Um, uh, yeah, I was a, I became a part of the furniture at the church and was involved in any way that I could. Like, if they needed something painted, I was there. Uh, like, whatever I could do, I was there um, just to be there. And that's because I felt accepted and loved and appreciated um, there by the people there. And I, I don't know, I enjoyed myself. But it was also still a self thing. Sure. Um, there were moments that God would stir me and um, he would work in me. Uh, and one of those moments was at a Christian camp where we met. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Groundswell. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was uh, basically, like, I think my first year of being saved. Um, And, yeah, there there were times there where I could feel God really calling me to to pursue something with him, like a deeper relationship. But I just, what I did was I leaned on friends. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, my faith was dependent on theirs. I grew from there how they responded and and saw God, and I didn't really I my I didn't have a relationship on my own with God, right. um, and I don't necessarily know why. Um, but yeah, from and at this time I was also still struggling with pornography and. Uh, in high school, going to the end of high school, I tried everything within my own strength to to get to get rid of to get it behind me. Um, reading all the books that I could on it and how to let it go, and uh, spending nights on my knees praying, like begging, "Please take this away from me. I don't want this." Mm. But I was still holding on. So yeah, and then we get to. Um, End of school, university, is uh, ailed in life and just became a leech to friends um, financially. So, yeah, just, I don't know, with you <laughs> and other friends, like at university, like I'd not have lunch or anything and then like you were generous and, or yeah, you would buy me lunch or whatever and that became, a, like I saw that to become a regular thing. So, yeah, I was quite selfish in that. And um, I didn't have much of a purpose with any, like I wasn't living out any purpose. I didn't have any drive. Um, and then eventually two great friends, he, uh, you and Matthew, sat me down and challenged me on it. And uh, I felt a tug to leave Port Elizabeth and move to a bigger city where my mom lived and try to pursue something in music there. Mm. And that city was Johannesburg. So yeah, I felt led or I, I, like a tug in me that I, I should, I should leave, and that's when I really like I felt God say to me, "You, your faith, and he also you prayed for me at a church stay awake, saying that my foundation of my faith is an upside down triangle mm. or pyramid." Yeah, I remember that. And it, yeah, it's all on a point, and there's no strong enough foundation. So that's I felt a call to work on that and. To work on that, I need to, it needs to be God and I, not how my friends see God or what they see or have experience with him. I need to have that experience for myself. So I moved to be with my mom. And when I was living with my mom, I got a call to be a 
for an offer for a youth pastor's position in Queenstown. And I felt uh, a great responsibility to take it. I went for the interview and was offered the post. I felt, yeah, the, the responsibility that I felt was that I think it would be important to 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 serve in that way. It was a, an opportunity for me to serve and to to serve for great, like out of myself, uh, not just to serve myself, but to serve others and to put people and, and God's word into action. Mm. And uh, I felt, I, I don't know, I felt a burning about it as well. I, I can only really describe it that way. Um, I was reading the Bible and I was reading that verse. I, th I can't remember where it was, but it's saying not all should become teachers because they will be judged more severely. Oh, right. That's the gist of it. And I felt uh, normally that would be like a discouragement, but I felt encouraged by that because the thing is I wanted to, to lead authentically. I wanted to like, I wanted to pursue God and ch chase after him and also lead by doing that. Okay. So yeah, I was offered the post and I moved to Queenstown and was youth pastor for nine months. And during that time, my relationship with Jesus became my strength. I opened myself up or actually he opened me up and uh, uh, helped me let go of my pain and hurt and the lust that I had held on to. Um, I struggled for years to let go of that because the thing is I was trying to let go of it and I wasn't, I was fighting. I wasn't, I was, you know, when you're fighting with someone like you hold on to them mm. to keep it close, like so you can get a better grip or whatever. It's that, like I feel that and saw that in 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 my spiritual in my in my life that I was fighting, but I was holding on. I wasn't letting go. I was trying to get on top of this thing, um, and then God showed me that I really I just need to let go, give it up, and He will take it. Mm. And that's what He did. He and uh, yeah, that's one of the greatest things for me is that. He, he took it. Awesome. He, he was faithful. And yeah, from there I learned about how God has always been involved and working in me and how he has always been leading me to the end of who I am so that I can finally let go and open up to him. Um, and at that time, when I was in Queenstown as a youth pastor, I met my wife, Tanzan. Mm. Yeah. And uh, that's also, yeah, we were, at first we were just friends to, and we were friendly towards one another, but didn't see or expect anything more than that. And um, we would chat on WhatsApp and encourage one another. And then one day I had a very random dream. And I say very random because I don't dream. Oh, yeah. In my whole life, I've probably had like three dreams. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I had a very random dream about her. And all about her and I being in a relationship. And it's like something sparked in my heart. Uh, and that dream, just to, to share it, was um, we were cycling. Tanzan and I were cycling with friends. Okay. And I kept on bumping her back wheel with my front, the, her, the back wheel of her bicycle with the front wheel of my bicycle. <laughs> 
but in the dream I could feel the love that I had for her and the desire that I had to be close to her mm. so yeah that's the dream <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was a very strange dream um so yeah um that and then after that dream i messaged her and i i said that i had this dream and i i have this thing in my heart now where i want to pursue you i want to be in a relation i would like to be in a relationship with you i would like to pursue more than just being friends and um little did i know that tanzan had actually had a dream herself oh well in reference to our relationship even before she met me she had a dream the week before she came to queenstown which was the week before she met me wow yeah so um but she had kept on to this because she was still trying to figure out what what that all meant um so yeah and then i felt after nine months of being youth pastor i didn't feel that that's where I must be anymore. And I know it was a very short stint, but I didn't feel right leading the kids where, and it's not where I want to be. I didn't feel that that was authentic. I didn't feel like that's leading them in any way because the thing is I can't be pretending to them that this is where I want to be when I'm not in it anymore. So I asked the leadership at church if I could please resign and move and yeah they were understanding and they encouraged me in my pursuit of jesus cool. and yeah i moved back to port elizabeth and began a relationship with tanzan awesome. uh, properly officially and yeah we got married two and a half years later okay yeah and then um a week and a half after we got married, moved to China. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, and um, that's due to amazing, amazing blessings from friends, uh, you and Ruby, yeah. and from family. And, yeah, I mean, that all happened so quickly, the marriage thing, because we had been wanting, we were engaged for two years, basically, because, oh, yeah, we also, we had the conversation when we decided to get into a relationship. I said to Tanson that if we are going to get into a relationship, if we are going to date, it's not going to be to see how things are. Sure. Like, I am, if we get into a relationship, I am going to marry you. Wow. <laughs> it's That's not, uh, let's... Yeah. Yeah, it was, and and she, uh, she had gotten out of a relationship herself uh, a few months before, so she wanted to just think about it and stuff. But she felt mm -hmm. peace after we had that conversation, and she felt like this is the right thing. So yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, we got married and moved to China, and we've been married for four years now, and learned greatly about Jesus and his pursuit of us from from Tanzan and from being in the marriage relationship because the gospel, the message of the gospel is the pursuit, Jesus' pursuit of us. Mm. And, um, yeah, that leads to now just realizing, now looking back, like going over the testimony and, and things in my life, that there haven't really been 
intensely defining moments like I walk into church and then God meets me there and boom, I'm saved. Yeah. It's been a, a grudge, like a walk. But I know that in every moment of my life, God has been there and he's been walking alongside me. Sure. And he's been leading me on my way to him, like closer to him. He's been walking, he's been he's put people in my life that have encouraged me closer to him and have prayed for me and have also challenged me. And those are things I'm really, really grateful for. And also there's been a lot of heartache in my life, but looking back, I wouldn't want to change anything because I know that God was still there. Mm. And it's made me who I am now. I've learned from those those things. I've learned, and the way that God, I know God has been at work in me always is because even from a very young age, if I was abused or if I saw my dad abuse alcohol or I knew there was something in me that knew that that's not how people are supposed to be. Yeah. I knew always that, like, and I learned the opposite of that. I was like, okay, cool. Well, that's how I shouldn't be. So I tried to learn the opposite of anything that I saw, like the heartaches and the pain. Like I learned from my stepdad how not to treat a woman. Yeah. And I, yeah, they were tough lessons to learn, but the thing is they were lessons that stuck with me. And they, I learned those lessons because of God, sure. because he was with me. He gave me strength to see that in that way. So, yeah, I'm, I, I can't even express how grateful I am that I've had the life that I have had so far. Yeah. Because it leads me to know that even in every, the bottom of the pit of heartache, God is there with you and he is leading you to something greater. And yes, I mean, I'm 29 now and it's been a long and difficult 29 years. I know that he does work, he is faithful, and he will turn all things to good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. so that's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's so much more to share, but yeah. it's so difficult to, to uh, uh, fit it in and to express it. Yeah, it's... Yeah, God works. Mm. That's that's what I know in my life is I haven't had him speak audibly to me or or things like really big things like that, but I've had my life knowing that God is working. He's in he's in my life, he's leading me, he's doing things. And he can use all things, he uses every circumstance. Mm. And that's that's basically my testimony is that he works yeah. and he is constantly working. Cool, man. Yeah. That's really good. And it's still going. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's still just going. Just the yeah. beginning, I feel like it. The past six or so years is when Jesus has really become everything to mm -hmm. me. Like that, that relationship has become my foundation. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, six years is still an infant. <laughs> Not really an infant, but a toddler. Oh, but like yeah, that's child. <laughs> infant is not six it's years not... old. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a child. <laughs> yeah, it's a child, yeah. But yeah, still, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool, man. 
what about your oh yeah um so i guess from my side i think i guess i'll start out with a summary just saying that god is so good all the time um he's yeah he's so generous and sort of he's always he's always calling us closer to him um through sort of everything yeah he's um that's yeah so yeah i I started out being born too (laughs) um (laughs) i was i was born into a uh a stable church church home church family um we went to a pentecostal church in port elizabeth south africa um quite a large church um like relative to the city it's about 2000 members um so yeah it was it was kind of as a as a child going um it was fairly overwhelming just you know lots of lots of people around i would go to the um the kids ministry there the children's church as they called it um and i guess that's yeah that's where i sort of learned my foundational stuff about god um which is which i'm really grateful for you know you you learn all the bible stories and um you learn who jesus is who god is yeah. you learn about his his love and um yeah and there was you know we had a really loving family um because i had an older brother quite quite a bit older seven years older um okay so sorry six years older um (laughs) not seven years um and yeah i guess my personality is quite reserved um i i i'm quite obedient like sort of stick to the rules and i i like to stick to the rules and feel very uncomfortable i'm not at all sort of rebellious or anything um and yeah that that sort of i just yeah sort of went to school and focused on my schoolwork um although attending church i wasn't you know i'd 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 go and it would just be you know um yeah could just be attending really at that stage um i remember getting i specifically remember getting saved at seven years old um understanding that's cool understanding actually what jesus did for me and um actually receiving him into my heart as they you know sort of the 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 tagline the word um yeah yeah, and and just sort of really understanding that and um yeah of course being in in that stable position and being um happy and healthy and all my needs catered for you know you there's it's everything was was good um and super like so grateful to god that that he sort of was protecting me you know there was nothing nothing major um that happened um early on in my life that no traumas or anything which is really cool um so i'm blessed blessed for that that reason and i also met um when i 
when I was five years old, I remember still got photo photographs of it. Um, Matt, uh, my friend Matthew, um, and I still speak to him today. And yeah. I also um, on a I think was it a school camp or a church camp? Can't really remember, but um, met my friend James, um, who I still speak to today, and we we've kind of remained friends um, just throughout throughout life throughout all our stages of life and that so um that's cool so those are yeah solid friends uh, early on and sort of lifetime friends kind of those friends that you can be away for for a long time and just when you when you see each other or talk to each other you just pick up where you left off kind of thing yeah um, that's cool a solid foundation yeah um yeah so then i guess yeah moving on into sort of high school um yeah i just kept um kept on with school i I was i was pretty good at school and pretty good at knowing how to get good marks um so you know just (laughs) just applied myself there understatement of the year (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah it's, it's not about me but yeah i did i did really well sort of top five so um yeah in the universe (laughs) no (laughs) um (laughs) um, but yeah i guess in terms of my relationship with god i was fairly it was more of like a not not a religious but just just a a bit of an indifference and you know i guess as a A background thing yeah as a teenager you kind of just you think about yourself most of the time and um yeah yeah so there was nothing nothing really like yeah i wasn't really super passionate about god during those times but um but yeah god god was god was faithful to me by just being there um and um yeah he was he was just there you know in the background just waiting for waiting for me kind of thing he would he was just allowing me to do my thing um and so yeah i wasn't really involved in in church much but i did go to some church camps i would i would love church camp and that would kind of you know fire you up and um yeah you know refuel the tank um and yeah i guess oh so yeah beginning of uh well second year into high school I uh, started dating for the first time I met my first girlfriend at that point um, and yeah was um, kind of quite a quite a serious relationship in in if you can have a serious relationship when you're that young but <laughs> it was yeah we kind of just yeah um, yeah we you know we just sort of um, built our relationship and were good friends and liked to hang out and stuff and um, we were as being both Christians we were quite above board and um, yeah nothing really really bad went on there I guess um, but I yeah I did I did slip into um, pornography as well sort of struggled with that um, yeah. and yeah, that was 
you know some there was some dark times there um and yeah. it's it's yeah it's a it's a crazy addictive thing and just a purely lustful physical thing and um yeah yeah i guess in that time you kind of hormones are raging and things are you're learning about yourself and stuff so um but yeah i definitely felt pretty gross um in that and i remember going to a church event and and really being set free of that specifically um there was the one of the cool. yeah one of the preachers was sort of talking about specifically about that and i remember just yeah being like no i don't want a part of it don't want to be a part of this so sort of gave that up um god delivered me from that which is cool yeah that's really um, cool and then yeah i guess moving to the end of high school um i uh, caught up with my friend with uh, matthew again so matthew and i were kind of you know we met early on and we were friends but we kind of didn't really hang out too much and then um primary school we were actually head boy and deputy head boy um together in primary school so we kind of that kind of kicked off our relationship again um and throughout high school we, we weren't in the same classes and stuff um but at the end of high school um i was we were in the same science class and i remember speaking to him quite seriously about god and he knew about god um but yeah sort of um i guess we we were we were talking and we actually went to a camp and together on that camp we we really just got i don't know we just really got passionate about god and and um yeah just i guess reading the bible and praying to him and and um yeah god was sort of searching um sort of searching us out <laughs> and it was it was cool to <laughs> to do that um with a friend um yeah and yeah so that was also around the time um well i guess that's moving into uh university so quite a cool story of how i got into studying um it and computers and stuff was i was studying well sorry i i did computers at high school and my my i was called sort of over the, the intercom system i was called to the it labs and um yeah the head of department of the university for computer science was there speaking to uh, another the different years uh, like uh, another group essentially but yeah. my um my IT teacher sort of told him that he should speak to me personally <laughs> um yeah because I'm like quite a good student and he he wants me to sort of I don't know go ahead and study and stuff so since she spoke to him and and this um the the head of department um basically told me exactly how to get this particular bursary and and how what to do and steps to apply um to university so 
it was yeah it was kind of just handed to me on a platter i hadn't really like fully figured out that i wanted to study computer science but i did that I followed his instructions i got the bursary and it was kind of a fully paid situation um so that's how I, um yeah god was just super generous there um through yeah. that just providing for i i didn't have to pay a cent and i um got sort of extra money to even though i didn't need it really um just put it in savings and stuff like that so um yeah and i guess yeah we i can't remember exactly when groundswell was but that's that was around the time when we met as well um yes i think it was when the first my first year of, of university um Yes, I think it was going into your first year of university yeah. because yeah. I remember you you helped uh, Josh and I with our maths and science studying for uh, our finals yes. Yes. the following year, the year after that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Um, and it was it was a yeah it was weird that I guess at that time as well getting um, sort of repassionate about God, then my relationship with my girlfriend took a turn for the worst. Like she, we kind of were, she kind of was like, no, not really kind of feeling it. I was, um, yeah, I guess I was kind of thinking that, you know, this could go on to sort of marriage and stuff like that in my immature yeah. thinking kind of thing. But, um, but, um, yeah, we can't, I guess I saw her, her point and, we kind of just broke it off um and yeah that that sort of that was it was quite quite tough because it was a long long relationship we'd, we'd built but yeah um yeah it, yeah really being able to to go to god i remember particularly one moment feeling quite quite down and i just went and read the bible and god like i just felt his presence it was like a sort of real physical feeling of of comfort um that's cool and yeah so that was just it's really cool to to have god to sort of lean on in that um yeah in that time and um yeah um god was really really growing growing my faith during that time and he he gave so like university is usually a time where um uh, Christians can lose their faith a lot of you know you can go in, into sort of a secular um, space and it's all new and you get all these other friends and influences and but God was really good because he, there was a there was a big Christian community um, at university and you were part of that <laughs> uh, for a while <laughs> yeah and um, and yeah that was that was just really cool to have. Um, we were very sort of passionate for God and just we would go to the sort of campus restaurant and just chat and have talks about God and just grow our grow our faith and um, we, yeah those are really yeah, cool we'd be quite bold and pray for people go around and um, so that was that was really a good time and, and that was when um, that was also um, that was well two things at that time as well so the first thing was my my dad died 
um, at, in, during, in my first year. Um, I was about to start writing exams, so it was quite, um, quite a difficult time. Um, but yeah, so that, that kind of was like, I guess the biggest trauma, uh, biggest thing that happened in my life. That, that was the biggest negative yeah. thing. Um, so yeah, I had to sort of deal with death and thinking about that and, um, and losing my dad. And, um, so yeah, that was, that was also a time where, um, it was awesome that God was there and I spoke at his funeral and yeah, I remember yeah, that. And I just like, I, I'm quite, as I said earlier, reserved and I don't, I don't really like talking to, um, big crowds. So doing that was quite daunting. And, um, but yeah, God just, I remember again, a sense of just God being with me in that time and just, I didn't even feel nervous. I just spoke from the heart and, um, and yeah. And I guess I took real comfort that a couple, um, a couple weeks or months before my dad died, we had him and I had a, a, a good conversation about, um, sort of my, just my dad's, um, faith journey, I guess, and just how secure he is in Jesus. And, um, how he's keen, you know, he's happy to go see Jesus and um, told, yeah, told me cool. about some things that has happened to him. And um, yeah, and it was, it was just, it's just really comforting to now sort of see him again. And, um, and yeah, I, that, that really comforted me through that time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, second second thing that happened was uh, well second major thing that happened was meeting my wife my um who was you had a big part in that um <laughs> that was so cool so um yeah you just uh studying the same thing and meeting it was on it was on the first day right Yes, it was on the first yeah. day. Orient it was on orientation. No. Well, yeah, orientation was the the week before, and then the first day of yes. actual. Class. First yeah. day. Of, yes. So it was my first day yes. of second year, and yes. your two. Our first day. Your yeah, your two uh, day, uh, first day, and um, yeah, you you basically um, met Roberta first, and because <laughs> um, they you guys were both studying music and. I, I had that crazy Afro hairstyle. Um, <laughs> I didn't cut my hair after school because I just don't don't like haircuts at all. Um, yes. And so that my hair just and it's quite thick and curly, so it just kept growing. <laughs> and uh, you said to Roberta, "Do you want to meet a white guy with an afro?" Um, so yeah, <laughs> and in, in yeah. she she was just perfect she was just like perfect timing for her to um just meet new friends and and need community in her life so which um would be cool for her to tell her story um yes. but um yeah so that's when you sort of invited her to that awesome christian community that we're and she just met everyone and um yeah 
with I think the next week she was saved as like her and I were chatting um, and yeah she gave her life to Jesus so that was awesome and yeah from there um, I guess her and I just built built a relationship and um, yeah we kind of were just always together um, from that point really we just yeah yeah <laughs> probably to the annoyance of of some of, of you guys friends and stuff <laughs> yes yes i can say it was to the annoyance yeah. but i mean it's rightly so <laughs> yeah not rightly so that we were annoyed rightly so that... <laughs> yeah we were just because yeah she didn't really have anyone and um yeah i was i wasn't particularly looking for a relationship but i guess it just yeah it just felt felt right um and yeah so yeah i guess that um went yeah went on studying um and yeah it was just studying was a good time i went all the way up to my masters because i couldn't i just didn't want to go work it was just so cool the environment there um yeah and yeah i guess from that point it kind of things like sort of life started happening because I had to go, it was the first time I had to move. Um, I wasn't much of a traveler, so I'd lived just most from, yeah, that whole time, just lived at home. Um, and I had to, because I had this bursary, I was um, actually forced to, it was kind of a work back period. Uh, you had to do, I had to move up to, um, Pretoria to work for the company yeah. that offered the bursary and um, so yeah that was and I was you know happy to do that um, because of just how amazing that they that they provided for me I was, I was very grateful um, but I guess yeah that was <laughs> started the, the sort of shock factor of, of moving moving cities um, um, and oh yeah I guess I got uh, Roberta and I got married um, before, before oh, yes. I finished studying <laughs> yeah um, so yeah we got married before I finished studying um, and that was again because of the, the generosity of just our financial position I wasn't even working but um, generosity of just my my parents, um, oh, my mom actually, um, and um, yeah, just being able to to do that um, that was cool. Um, so yeah, Roberta came with to Pretoria, and um, yeah, we were just that was kind of just a difficult time because it's a whole new city and trying to um, yeah just trying to adjust and. Um, but it was also an awesome time of, of um, yeah, being together. We, we, we relied on each other um, and our relationship was being um, strengthened. Um, yeah. And yeah, I guess from there, I, I actually, I didn't really like the job. It was, um, wasn't that relevant to what I wanted to do and what I was studying. Um, and I managed a, a, a sort of another 
amazing uh, just testimony of God's generosity is I managed to actually get in within six months I managed to get out of that um, the sort of obligation that I had to that company and I actually came out debt free and with extra <laughs> the company sort of almost paid me to leave <laughs> essentially <laughs> which, is, cool, yeah. which is yeah it's just crazy um and so I, yeah i got into another uh, software job in johannesburg so kind of moved johannesburg is very close to pretoria um yeah so yeah um and but we yeah we never really settled we um we were living with roberta's dad at that stage and um we were kind of figuring out how things were going um because of so much change it was just hard to settle and um we uh yeah we found out we were pregnant with our first son and we had um, so that was yeah that was crazy exciting <laughs> um um we've yeah we also had a trip planned to New Zealand where Roberta's mum was living and um, we kind of started talking we're like hmm the trip's gonna be you know around Roberta's second trimester so we're like should we go ahead with the trip and then we started discussing actually maybe moving to New Zealand um, and yeah we we ended up actually um, doing the trip to New Zealand and once I was there I'd never been overseas. Um, oh no, I did actually go. Um, I'd actually gone overseas to America to uh, visit James and go to his wedding. Yeah, um, oh, but yes. it, yeah, I, I felt like I couldn't decide to move to a country without seeing it first. So went to New Zealand. Um, we, our trip was a month. Um, really, in, it's obviously it's beautiful here. It's amazing and. Going from South Africa to New, Ze New Zealand is quite an upgrade, um, and <laughs> <laughs> we, um, yeah. So basically, we decided to stay, and that was another crazy time of just getting all the timing right and being able to resign and get to, um, yeah, just settling here. Um, but um, yeah, so now. We've been here. Um, Ezekiel was born here, first son, and um, we've since had another, our second son, River, who um, is another. He's a miracle. Um, just with his yeah. his situation, he was sort of um, in in the womb, diagnosed early on with having a little with a heart condition. Um, and yeah we kind of that was very scary of course um but we just determined not to accept the doctor's diagnosis um they were saying it's yeah it's very very tricky thing they don't know how he's going to be he could be very sick um when he's born heart might not be able to withstand birth things like that um but yeah we just decided not to accept that and had people pray we 
um, we just did worship and prayer almost every day. Um, and yeah, he was born. He craziest thing was that he actually had, he still had the exact con heart condition that they spoke of, but he was perfectly fine. Um, yeah. He, yeah, he basically was had he was asymptomatic. Um, so, yeah, um, that was really awesome, just to God's healing power. Um, yeah, and yeah, I guess through through this phase as well, just being in, it's been a lot of change, um, and God has been constant through that, um, which is which is awesome. And I think just you know moving moving from my home even my mom's home in Port Elizabeth, moving um, new country, having been a dad now, it's kind of um, it's been it's been difficult just sort of adjusting and I think yeah we're slowly sort of getting there. Um, but it's just been awesome to um, yeah, just see see the kids grow and um, the whole, you know, the whole thing of when you become a dad, you kind of see God through as a father through different eyes as well. Um, yeah, which is really cool. And um, yeah, I think from personally as well, I've I've developed a, like a huge passion for the Bible as well, whereas um, just kind of studying it and um, getting getting deeper into to the Word. Um, that's been really cool. So I think God's been sort of teaching me just building my character because I feel, yeah. I almost feel like because I've had such a sheltered life, it's, it's almost, it can be a bit of a, it, it becomes difficult to, to face when things are difficult when you, you sort of, yeah. yeah. And I feel like God's taken me through this and he's been there, but he, he like, sort of he he hasn't actually felt as close as when say university when you know i was just you know just being passionate and praying and, um in 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 one sense he hasn't he's sort of but he's he's i feel like he's done that on he's sort of stepped back and said okay i'm gonna i'm gonna let you build that that depth of character and um yeah you know and I definitely know he's still there. He's still good, and yeah. everything, I owe everything to him. But that's just kind of the yeah. phase I'm in now, and um, it's yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> um, yeah, this is really really cool. <laughs> so yeah, that's I guess that's my story. Um, <laughs> so far. Yeah, still so far. There's still it's still ongoing. Yeah, ongoing. It just feels yeah. like it's yeah just the beginning and, um, yeah it is yeah <laughs> yeah I feel like I've spoken <laughs> enough <so>. yeah <laughs> you say something <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I don't know your your story is really cool I've heard before and I think I've even said it myself that like people who grow up Christian their whole life like the testimony is not as cool or as powerful, oh, yeah. but that I that is very 
and a very immature way to look at it. And I think that your 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 testimony is exceptionally powerful because the thing is, it it shows there is like that God's word works because your parents brought you up mm. according to God's word, and you were sheltered, not because like God covered you with a glass and protected you from everything, but because your parents sought Him mm. and tried to raise you and your brother in the way that God wanted them to. And that sh that shows that he is faithful in that. And um, yes, you've you've had hurts and things that have set you back, and but God has, been, like you say, He's been constant, mm. and He's been at work constantly. And it doesn't matter. Like our stories are like almost polar opposites. Yeah. But I can learn a great deal from your story and or not can I do learn a great deal from hearing your story because when I hear about how you were brought up and I hear about your parents and your yeah just your upbringing and what you grew up with like that's if Tanzan and I do ever have kids that's what I want our child's story to mm. be like I want their story to mirror your story I don't want our child to have a story like mine and I am grateful for my story, but the thing is, no one would ever want their child to have some, a story to tell. Oh, this is how my life was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, God your, works through it. Yeah. God, God yeah. works through it, but it's yeah, it's definitely not ideal. That's not what he intended for no. you. That's not the life he intended. No. Yeah, he intended for my parents to, to show me love and affection and protection and to to provide a good home for me. And I know my parents tried the best that they could, but there were other mm. things. So, yeah. 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 I, yeah, you're, I don't know. It's, everybody has a different story and the, every story has value and we can learn. I, yeah. yeah, I appreciate you. And I look upon your life with great respect and admiration for you because you've also you've you've been consistent yeah that in, means a lot yeah in uh, yeah I mean you well, we've known each other now for maybe 10 years hmm. um yeah we would have yeah well no I've I've matriculated in 2009 so we met been... like the year before that you were in first year varsity in 2009 yeah. Yeah, so eleven years, maybe twelve yeah. years. That's, that's yeah, awesome. and our relationship has always been pretty strong and constant. And we've had long periods of time where we haven't <laughs> spoken, yeah. but then we can just pick right up. That's yeah, that's for sure. I think yeah. it's really cool to to be able to do this with you and um, yeah, hear you. I guess hearing your story. I don't. I don't know if we've if I've heard your story in, in that much, um, I guess, detail, I mean, I've, I, I know more detail, but, you know, just yeah. hearing it in that, I guess, in that summarized form, um, there's definitely some things I, I didn't, didn't know or maybe forgot, but, but it's, yeah, it's just good to, it, it really encourages me and, um, kind of seeing how God from, 
like the, the place he's taking you and where you are now it's just it's amazing yeah it just makes me want to give god more glory you know um yeah yeah and yeah yeah it's it's our story but it's it's actually his story really it's not us you know yes um yeah it's him working in and through our yeah. lives yeah so, and so encouragement to the, the listeners that I don't know that God can work and will work and is working in in lives in our lives and it like for from my story to see that like even though it seems like he's neglected you he actually hasn't mm. and I know that as a fact now I know that because in, when I was growing up I was like okay well there's no God because how am I going through this but the thing is he was there with me he gave me strength mm. And I didn't even know it. I didn't think I was strong, but he was there. He was my strength and he brought me through it. And in your life, he was working and he worked in your parents' lives. And God is, he is faithful. And also that from the scripture, like go and tell your brothers what I have done for you. That's that's really cool. It's an encouragement to to us all to to share the goodness of who God is and who He has been in our lives, and to learn from that. It's good to reflect on and um, introspect <laughs> our yeah. lives and yeah. and what God has done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, that's that's some sort of encouragement to to listeners and um, people can sort of relate or maybe not or at least find some encouragement and yeah yeah um, yeah just hear the story of god mm. yeah yeah so i guess that's cool. yeah that that's us um yeah that's us for this we, one um, yeah on to on to the next one episode two next week um yeah more, and more about salvation we're gonna yeah, that's where we, we get into the, the discussion of it after sharing our, our, our story of, of salvation and from then onwards. But we yeah, we're going to talk about salvation. Yeah. And yeah, that's going to be really cool. Definitely. Excited for that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. <laughs> cool, man. Sweet. Thanks for listening. You can join the conversation on Instagram and Facebook using our handle at Imperfect Reflection Podcast. I'm Darren. And I'm Tim. This is an Imperfect Reflection.